Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with the most. And, of course, as always, in the studio, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru. The professor himself, Richard Hoskins. What's going on, Shelby, North Carolina, home of the Shady Side Dragway? Shady Side. Boy, if I can tell you how many childhood days I spent there. I love that place, though. It's a fun track. I used to love it because you could run no time. See, that's you want a little street racing punks, Richard. You know that you're in no time. I was now I'm forty. Yeah, and you're still and you're still that street racing punk. We'll get to that here in a little bit. Then the shady side thing, we're, we're, we're going to get to that. And, of course, in the studio, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? And then, of course, we got our Hot Rod and Happy couple back from sick leave. Of course, we got them, got them quarantined on the other side of the studio. Smitty and Breezy. What's going on, y'all? What up, y'all? What up? I feel like we messed the rotation up. Oh, you oh, messed yeah. it all the way up. It is. It's all my fault. I feel backwards. I ain't never been last. <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> so, guys, you know, this is something cool, and this is something special, and I've been looking forward to this for like two weeks because we've got a very special guest in the studio. Yep. A very special guest. I'm a little bit fangirling because this guy is, like, super cool. Full of horsepower. Full, he's full. Well, he's full of something, but he's full of horsepower too. <laughs> but this guy's cool. We got Stephen Smith from Southeast Gassers, and if you don't know what Southeast Gassers is, apparently you don't have the internet's yet, or you've never been to one of these awesome events. Stephen, welcome to the show. Hey, Rob. Appreciate you having me. That's what I'm saying, guys. So, you know, this is what I love about it. So, basically, in a nutshell, because believe it or not, people don't know what Southeast Gassers mm-hmm. is. And, and, I, and I explain it to people all the time. You know, oh, you know them old school drag cars? Yeah, we're talking about real old school drag cars. So we got a 19, what, 68? Kind of, we're going 67. Pre-68. Yeah, pre-68. Cut off, yeah. Exactly. So we're talking straight axle cars right. that are running, you know, peer correct bodies, peer correct engine setups and all that stuff. And you guys are running like a circuit. That's right. So we're, we're running points. We're running all this stuff. I mean, so this is competitive Heads up racing. We have four classes, correct? Uh, yeah, that's right. A, B, C, and D. A, B, C, no, A, A gas, B gas, C gas. We've got H gas class coming on. Which H is gas. So we don't have a H, D. No, no D. A, B, C. H. Have a H gas class coming on. Um, that's flatheads, straight sixes. Um, also that should be, have. That should be. That should be gas. Like that should be O odd gas. You know. <laughs> well, they uh, they kind of call it the little guy. So uh, Paul Paul Combus out of uh, Tennessee heads that up in his Volkswagen. Oh yeah, that's old sauerkraut. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. I tell you what, if you ever want to see a VW Bug tote the wheels, bad. that's the one yeah. right there. I've watched the, videos of that thing. That thing's cool. You yeah. should see it in person. That's insane. And the thing is, to look at it, it looks like just a cool little bug. Yeah. And then he comes out and drags. First time it. I first time I met him, he uh he towed it behind his Isuzu little pickup on a on a tow bar. Drug it behind yep. him. 
But you know what? That's real drag race. That's right. I mean, and the th- the reason this Southeast Gasers is near and dear to my heart and, and, and stuff like this is, you know, obviously, you know, my dad drag raced. And, you know, my dad didn't drag race in the Gasser days. He's old, but he ain't that old. But... You know, my grandfather drag race, which has got what got my dad into drag racing, and my grandfather did drag race these period cars. I mean, the biggest reason I bought a '56 Chevrolet two-door post is because my grandfather's first drag car was a '56 Chevrolet two-door post, straight axle car on Hollywood mags. You know, that's, I mean, to me, that's what makes it. You know, I had the Dixie Twister painted on the side of it in old English before that got ghetto. And, and you know, and I mean, like, it was a bright yellow car, and they pulled it with a tow bar. Right. I mean, and that, but that's drag racing. You know, now you see racing now, and you see these John Force rigs and setups and R&D centers. They didn't have R&D centers. You know, if they right. had a weather station, they were high tech. But, I mean, and that's, and that's where I think racing has lost its touch. We're going to get into that here in the, in the next few segments, but... That's that's the thing that I think that this, the nostalgia is what brings you into it, and how you got how hard you guys work to keep that up, right? Because technology is going to try to creep its way in. Um, exactly, and that, that's what Quain has prided himself in um, with the Southeast Gassers is is you've got to keep the rules reined in every year. You've got to you've got to go back to the rules and say, hey, how can we make this better? How can we keep this reined in? Because if you don't. Yeah, they'll just money will take over and they'll uh, keep running off with it. Well, you know, and and then that's and that's with almost everything with wheels on it. Exactly, the most money usually wins. Um, you know, and 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 the thing is, I imagine that's a full time job because I can only imagine dealing with how many racers mm-hmm. you deal with because everybody's going to try to find a way. Exactly. And, and let me let me mention we talked about the four, but we've also got super stock class coming on, uh, AFX cars. The Dixie Twister and Georgia Shaker out of Atlanta. Hubert, um, was that the, Hubert Platts, Platt. Hubert yeah. and yeah. Houston Platts, Sons, uh, Rocky and Allen. Um, and that AFX Classic Grown, we got another guy coming. Uh, I think he's he's out of Georgia as well uh, with the AFX car this year. So, yeah, I mean, we had 95 cars, 95 cars entered for Shadyside. A week Man, ago, you filled in ninety-five cars. That's a big field. Ninety-five cars. Can and, you um, can you explain what that class is to the listeners? Yeah, like AFX. Know? Yeah, exactly. So AFX is a little bit of altered wheelbase. They run alcohol. Gassers is all gas. Um, I mean, I know a lot of drag racers run on alcohol, but you know what I'm saying. You talk about the car, the car, <laughs> okay, the car. What goes? That's about, okay, oh, 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 gotcha, 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 gotcha. I mean, exactly. like, we do not condone drinking and drag racing here <laughs> at Hot Rods and Happy Hour. But uh, these AFX cars still straight axles, still four speeds. Um, but they do—they run on alcohol, and a uh, little bit altered wheelbase. That's when you started seeing the altered wheelbase cars get the wheelbases got shorter and shorter, trying to get that weight weight transfer back in the '60s. It's like they got set up higher and higher, and the wheels got closer and closer together. That's right. You get that weight transfer very quickly. So, um, yeah, just uh, proud of what those guys are doing with AFX. Rocky Platt helps us out a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, all your your gasser class, it's it's all gas, and and uh, that's one thing we pride ourselves in. There's there's gassers all over the world, but they don't they don't have to run gas. And uh, like you mentioned, we're we're a championship drag racing series. You've got to have strict rules to have. Well, you've got to have a little order series. in there. I exactly. mean, you know, it just can't be outlaw. Exactly. Now, and, um, isn't it in each class? It's a a cubic inch size. That's exactly right. It's a it's a pounds per cubic inch. 
Um, a gas is six pounds per cubic inch. B gas is eight pounds per cubic inch. Ten pounds is, I mean, C gas is ten pounds per cubic inch, and that's the way they're classified. And then there's pages upon pages of rules to go along with that because of the strict, um, if you want to say, period correctness that Quain tries to. But to, that's um, also keep to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's kind of like. The best way, I mean, because you guys are putting on a show. I mean, you guys are right. racing for real, but you guys are putting on a show. You're bringing right. back what what this track would have looked like in 1968. And if you, somebody comes pulling up with a Trans Am, it ain't the same. No. You know what I'm saying? And we're talking about period credit cards. I mean, we got Mustangs and Tri-5 Chevys and Willys. And, I mean, we got all right. these cool cars, these nostalgic cars. Right. And we're not talking about, like, pro-mod, nostalgic, slanted, kind of airbrushed to look like these cars, but, like, the real deal. And, and I'm talking bodies. about the, the the classic paint jobs, you know, you know, with the the lace work and the flake. Oh and, my and, goodness, the paint jobs and the fades. And that's, but but that's what makes drag racing awesome because it's before it became corporate. Mm-hmm. You know, before you know, oh, there's the Johnson and Johnson car, or there's the Motorcraft Ford. Right. You know, now you got the Grand Illusion and the names. I love, you know the strip teaser, and you got all these cool names for these cars. Right. The Bad Penny, and I mean, just that's what that's what the fun part is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and and you get to pick your favorite. You know, a lot of ways, like the monster trucks, how they have their names. You know, like that, and it. But so, I mean, the kids get into it and all that good stuff. And that's the thing that, that makes it neat. And then, then you know, everybody's got their favorite, you know, like that. You know, you know the Grand Illusion and all that good that's stuff. Right. I love it. All right, guys, I'll tell you what. We got a commercial break coming up, and I definitely don't love those. But stay tuned because we got a lot more with Stephen Smith from Southeast Gasters right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. And, of course, in the studio, we got our Hot Rod and Happy couple, Smitty and Breezy. Hey, hey, hey. What up, y'all? And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours, financial analyst slash numbers guru, bow tie on, pin protector, po- or pocket protector, right. in place, All Richard right. Hoskins. All right, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> I'm just describing you, What's going professor? on to Easley, South Carolina, home of the Carolina Motor Fest. That's what I was at. And home of one of the best car shows in the area, might I add. It, that it is. It's a personal favor of mine. I might be a little biased, but you know what I'm saying. I love that show. Love it. And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours, legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So, you know, we were talking about the Southeast Catchers, and we got Stephen Smith in the studio. Stephen, say hey to everybody. Thanks, hey. You got one of these days. I've been doing this two years. One of these days, I'm going to get this down. Like, I'm going to get, like, the intros and all of this stuff down. Like, I'm going to know what I'm doing. So we got Stephen Smith from Southeast Gasters. And this is the thing, because you're at all the events and all this stuff. What got you into Southeast Gasters? Like, what what drew you to it? Was it the nostalgia? How how did you get into it? I'll tell you, Rob. You know, I I grew up circle track racing uh, with my dad. And um, I understood circle track racing. It's it's always the first one that crosses the finish line wins, you know. And the few times that I went – Say in high school to the local drag strip, I was like, what the heck's going on here? I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand what was going on. This guy leaves and this guy leaves and like, well, who, what the heck? This guy slows down before he gets to the finish line. I didn't understand it. So, AKA bracket racing. Uh, I won't, anyway, um, so the first time I saw a Southeast Gasser event um, was probably still in motion, and that's an event in itself, but um, I saw the cool cars with Southeast Gassers and the hand-painted graphics and 
the the straight axles and the four speeds. I'm like, holy crap, this is awesome, you know. And then then we went to Shady Side. Uh, me and my dad went to Shady Side that year, and and uh, this is pretty interesting. I, I I made a post about this this week actually. Uh, I uh, went to Shady Side, and there were 14 Southeast Gasser cars at Shady Side in 2015. I think it was June of 2015. In our finals last year, 2018, we had 77 cars entered. And we it's just a little had growth ni- there. A little bit. Just and a we little. Just, and we just had, I mentioned earlier, we had 95 cars pre-entered for April 13th, which is now rain delay to April 27th. That's right, at Shady Side. That's right. And uh, the, the growth in the past few years has just been uh, incredible. But I, I met Quain at Shady Side. Well, I met him. Uh, I actually met him at a car show before that Shady Side event in 2015. And um, he just uh, he needed some help. He need, he didn't have merchandise. It's hard running a one-man he show. Was, yeah, exactly. And uh, he had a few people that had tried to help him, and they helped him get to that point. They were in, into this about three years at the time. And uh so I, I didn't know anything. I, I all I knew is it's about marketing. It's about getting your name out there. I'm like, well, Queen, how many? What about merchandise? He said, well, I got a shirt on right here that a guy made ten of them and gave me one. I said, well, that's a start, you know. And uh, so the social media, I took over, um, took over the Instagram that year. Took over the Facebook uh, into the winter, and uh, you're talking about four thousand followers the winter of 2015 2016 on facebook and we just hit 60 65,000 heck yeah um instagram has grown in the last four years from 300 to 25,000 uh the growth has just been astronomical worldwide i mean it's just it's just unbelievable the the growth and people just love it because it's it's getting back to the roots and real it's real drag racing it's snatching gears you you see wheels come up in third gear and is violent and all these cars react. Uh, yeah, these just, cars are not for the tame at heart. Exactly. They, There's they, no cruise. You know, and I'm sure you've heard Quain say his his Pro Mod car. He um he got so bored driving the Pro Mod that that his I think it's his last year, last couple of years he put Ryder Quain Stott on his windows on his on his Pro Mod Corvette. And he he was he'll tell you he's bored with it. And when he when he built that forty one Willys and got it in, he's like, holy crap, this is this, this is, is a real drag car. This is, exactly. I mean, you've got to drive those things. You know, you've got to drive them. So anyway, it just it just renewed an interest in me in drag racing, and uh, and I'm like, it just it's and, awesome. And, I and love I, it. And to be honest with you, if anything in the world needs a renewed interest in it, it is drag racing. That's right. Drag racing's getting dull. And I mean, you know. Technology makes everything better. Mm. And it's not just drag racing. It's affecting NASCAR. All the cars mm. run run the same, you know. And, the same. And, you, and you got you got rules that are over the top that, that, you know, you're killing the personalities. And because of sponsors and corporate stuff, which the money it takes to keep up to buy this technology exactly. to be competitive, you know, the cars don't have the look. And they don't have, you know, the flash like they Personality. They're, they're big rappers running down the track. And now, you know, it's like pro stock. You know, I remember when pro stock growing up, that was like, you know, my favorite class. You know, back in the the Warren Johnson and, you know, the Bob Glidden days and things like that. And now, you know, there's there's no real characters in pro stock. I mean, it's just, hey, look, it's a new Camaro. Look, another new Camaro in the final. The one on the left won. Yep. You know, it's just it's where the gasser cars. You know, like the names like we we're talking about in the last in the last segment, and and 
you know the colorful paint jobs and and the guys that drive them are characters too. They and sure I know a few. Are. I know a few of them guys are guys. You got to watch them. They sure are. You got to watch them. But you know that and these cars. I mean, this is real deal. This isn't exhibition races. This isn't you know. This isn't like that that wrestling that Patrick the producer likes to watch. Like this is like real. <laughs> real, real entertainment. Like, you're rolling cars over entertainment. Like, I saw a 65 Chevelle station wagon rolled over. You saw that. This is real. Yep. Yeah, that's my buddy right yep. there. And, and 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 I saw that. I mean, and this is this is the thing. This is not, you know, we're not playing at it. These guys yep. are competing in 50-year-old technology, basically. Right. And the heart and, and all the effort a million times more than NHRA or or hell IHRA teams, but and that's the thing; these guys get into this. This isn't like you know we're putting on a little show. Hey, we're gonna whoop it a few times. No, these guys are in it to win it. That's They're right. not running 80, 90 mile an hour. They're running a hundred and thirty, forty, fifty mile an hour. But but you know what I'm saying. And but these cars are fast. But it's not so much the speed; it's what they're doing it in. Yeah, jamming, kids. making, making. Okay. And I know the Grand Marshal, Southeast Casters is kicking off at Shadyside Dragway. All right, so April 27th, they're going to be there. The Grand Marshal, probably one of the best car builders, hands down, Tommy Mooney. Hands down, best drag car builder around here, Tommy Mooney. There's a lot of great drag car builders, but I'm going to tell you something. When all the good drag car builders get around, get around, they still call Tommy Sir, period. He's a good guy. I know him personally. Super all right guy. Builds great cars. I'm going to tell you something. When you get in a gasser, it's not like riding down the track in a pro mod car. Pro mod car is on rails compared to a gasser car. And that's the big difference there. I mean, these guys are driving these cars. Guys and gals now. And gals. That's right. That's right. That's right. I tell you what else. You know what? Do we have to take a commercial break? We've got to. Got to pay the bills. I'm telling you. Something's got to buy the dry erase markers around here. That's right. All right, guys, stay tuned. We got more hot rods and happy hours, and we're talking. We're talking with Stephen Smith from Southeast Gassers. Hang tight. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is your automotive host with the most, Mr. Rob Pitts, and of course in the studio as always we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Happy Hot Rod and Couple, Smitty and Breezy. What's going on? What up? What up? And then, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, the professor himself, Mr. Richard Hoskins. What's going on, Birmingham, Alabama? That's right. And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Mr. Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? And, of course, I've, I've, I've got I to come up with you a cool intro, Stephen. <laughs> like I've brought you in a few times now, so we got to come up with a cool intro. we got Stephen Smith with the Southeast Gasters. What's going on, That's man? pretty good, Rob. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Thank you. Very good. You sound like Elvis a little bit just oh, there. Really? Thank you. Just a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> like, I, like I caught a whiff of like peanut butter and bananas coming this way when no, you did not that. not for me. That's Mr. Gasoline over there. <laughs> That's right. That's Mr. Gasser. And you know what? Stephen Smith, like literally, you cut his veins. This guy bleeds STP. But I'm going to tell you something. If you really want to talk to the man with a plan of Southeast Gassers, like Stephen... It's like the guy that knows what's going on, but if you really want to talk to the guy that knows what's going on and behind the wheel, you got to ask Quain. So guess what? We got Mr. Quain Stott on the phone. What's going on, Quain? What's happening, fellas? Oh, man, just sitting here hanging out in, this, in the radio you got station. got that all wrong. Stephen knows a whole lot more about what's going on than I do. Well, uh. I'm, try, I'm trying to talk you up, okay? 
you, you, this is the thing with the hosting job that people don't understand. You, you got you're not selling the steak, you're selling the sizzle, okay? <laughs> But no, no, Quain, you you're too modest for this. No, now see, you've see, got this figured out. Excellent job because he has to work a regular job too. Well, he's trying to do he's working he's pulling he's working too. I'm working to, I'm working a job that's twice the hours, but he's working a regular job and trying to take care of all the shit I mess up too. <laughs> well, this is the thing. This is my problem. Well, yeah. well, you know, but you he he's you guys are a good team. And you guys got Perfect. a great thing no going. Doubt. No doubt. And I absolutely, and I'm a, I've always been a big, I've, I've been a big Southeast Cash fan since the day I saw it. I love it. I love the idea of it. We've had you guys on before. We've talked about it. And, and just a quick recap. What, now, just just a little quick recap. And I know your drag racing background, and, and, and most anybody that is remotely into drag racing knows where you're from. But just, just, a, just a recap. We got listeners all around the world. Tell us about Mr. Quainstein and how you got started in drag racing. Oh, Lord, I got started in drag racing because back in the 70s, that's how you impressed the girls. That's you my had boy. To be the quarterback yep, exactly of the football right. team. You had to be the pitcher of the baseball team, or you had to have a fast car. You know, things are different now. But back then, girls liked fast cars. Well, why do you what, – what? so I wanted a fast car because I wanted to impress the girls. And as time went on, you know, it, then it gets in your blood and whatnot. But all jokes aside, my family was into racing too, so I had to. Uh, I had this kind of. It was in my blood, and I followed through with it. And I had. I, I, the the weird part is, how did I get into drag racing? Because my part of the country is more round track racing, but I wasn't into endurance. I was into who had the fastest car. I didn't care how good it handled. I wonder who had to have the most A horsepower. to B. <laughs> yeah, who had who's got the most horsepower? So that's how I got into drag racing. Well, and and that's the thing now. So and I know you've gone up through the ranks, and now you were the pro mod world champion. Mm-hmm. I had uh, I had real good success with that. Thank God to a lot of good sponsors and a lot of luck. Uh, but I was I raced pro mod for nineteen years. And it made me a good living, and that's really what got me into the gassers, because drag racing was good to me, and I wanted to give something back to the sport when I retired from Pro Mod. And what better way to pay the sport back is to preserve the history of the sport, you know. And I hope someday somebody will do the same thing for Pro Mod, you know. But I want them to do it the way we're doing the gasser thing. But but, but, but this is the thing. I want them to. To, to do a history of Pro Mod and have them out there with driving them with joysticks, which is the way it may be at the time that happens. So well, heck, our, our Pro Stock is already push button, so it I mean, is everything yeah. is, and 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 so that's what I'm trying to preserve Gasser history the way I would hope somebody would preserve Pro Mod history one day, because the Gasser guys were my heroes, and so I'm trying to give them their dues. But, and I'm trying to do it the way it ought to be done. And, and that's what I respect about it. And we were talking about that in the earlier segment is having the rules and having this. I mean, it, it's a strict rules and it's a strict, you know, guidelines you guys have. Mm-hmm. But that's also what my, why it's so good and why it works that's so why well. It's successful. Exactly. It's exactly. You can't just have outlaw everybody running anything. Now 
you know what I'm saying. And everybody's well, got I mean, their own idea of something. I'm going to bring my pro mod out of the basement. Exactly. Race. Well, the <laughs> next thing you know, we got a street outlaws episode. You know, exactly. I mean, because we all know these are street cars. Yeah. Mm. But, and, you know. and Rob, I tell you something that, that I want to touch on. We measure our success by how many spectators show up, not by how many cars show up. We measure the success by how many spectators come to see the show. And we have a self-contained show. We don't tag along with something else. We have it's when you come to a Southeast Gasser race, that's all you're going to see is a Southeast Gasser race. You're not going to see a, a band playing in the background or a swap meet. You're going to see a Southeast Gasser show, or we I hate to even use the word show, a Southeast Gasser race. And but but we, you but we, you guys are putting on a show. People, that's our we set. We our pride is how many, and that's where Stephen comes in. Stephen promotes this stuff. And he does, and his dad, his dad Sonny, they get out and they beat the bushes and they they get on and they do they do the stuff I don't have time to do, and, and it's sometimes can be more important than what I do. You well, know, and, and you got to get the word out. And promotions where it's at. And of course, we got social media and things like that now that helps. And I mean, Stephen always stays on top of that. Exactly. The but you know but you but I want to touch on something. Wayne, that you said. You said you don't want to say you put on a show. Yeah, you do put on a show because I want to tell you something that's happening with a lot of modern racing. NHRA, IHRA, all included. Mm -hmm. There's no show in it anymore. I tell you what we like to say. We like to say it's not a show, but the racing's so good it just turns into one. Exactly. But that's the, <laughs> but you know what? That's what we drag racing's supposed to be. To be. Show, mm -hmm. and we don't advertise it as a show, but when you get there, you see one anyway. It's a bonus. You know, like, hey, Queen, this is Kobe here, but uh, like that's the one thing I love about the Southeastern Gaster. And like you were talking about, you know, when it ain't really a show or you just don't put it on yourself, but you, what the best thing about it, you surround yourself with a great team like Steven and everybody exactly. that's there. And oh, yeah. you make, mm -hmm. you make everything run so smooth when all your spectators are there. They're never bored. I mean, y'all exactly. are going 24-7 from the exactly. time the gates open to the time they close, and that's what's that's right. so awesome about the Southeastern Gas. We try to do it in six hours, and, and you hit on something, surround yourself with the right people. I have people all the time t patting me on the back, telling me how I'm a genius for coming up with this. No, I'm not, but I will take credit for one thing. I'll take credit for being smart enough to know how to choose the right people. And it takes a while. You go through several. There's an old saying with the, the girls, you know, you got to kiss a few frogs to find the handsome prince. <laughs> and it's the same thing with trying to find the right people in any business. And this is no different. As a matter of fact, I think this was harder because you, now you've got somebody that you spend a year with that's not the right person, so you got to take and do his job. And it's, honestly, Stephen come up to me at a car show. Yeah. And, and and wanted to help. I want to touch on one I thing. From I, want, Adam. I want. I want you know to touch. I knew there was something there. I did, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I knew there was something there. Well, I knew and, the first time I saw Stephen, there was something there. Yeah, but it's yeah, something. Anyway, <laughs> <Appreciate> <laughs> that. We just don't know what. Right? <laughs> I, I'm scared to say this early in the game, but you know what I mean. He seems yeah. like he seems like yeah. good people. I did the same thing with Rocky Platt, uh, Tim Ellison, BB uh, Brown. We brought all these people. We got a group of five people now that's making this happen. Steven's got seniority. He's been there the longest, and and the, 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 these guys have come in. And like I said, I, I'm not no genius, but I do know talent when I see it, and I know honest people when I see them. And that's what I try to do is, is surround myself with people that's smarter than me. You know the old saying: if you're the smartest person in the crowd, you're in the wrong crowd. Exactly. Not learning mm -hmm. nothing. You know, and that's and that's something right there. 
You know, it takes a team to build it. Period. It takes a team. That's it right. takes it's, a team I, effort. I, I try to never say I done this or I done that. I try to say we and because that, it is we. Well, it's a family affair. I mean, you guys yeah. get his wife's there. Everybody gets into mm-hmm. it. I mean, they're they're in the studio right now, Quain, and you exactly. know they got their Southeast Gassers gear on. You know, we've oh, got yeah. our we got our cards mm-hmm. here with all the races on it. This, I mean, these guys are prepared. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's but that's well, an, they, these are the people you want on your team. Southeast Gassers. Exactly. Everything they do, everywhere they go, and that's what we all do. And you know what else? My racers deserve a lot of credit too because they do that too. They exactly. do. They do. But they you know what? When you got it, when you got a they, good organization, they they'll do that. Right. Yeah, uh, you got some guys coming to do that thing for you Saturday. Oh yeah. That's why they're doing it. They're doing it to promote the Southeast Gasters. Oh, exactly. I tell you what, Quinn, you hang tight. We're going to bring you in on this next segment. We got to take a commercial break, guys. Stay tuned. You're listening to Hot bro. Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. And, of course, in the studio, as always, we got our Hot Rod and Happy couple, Smitty and Breezy. Hey, hey, hey. What up, what up? we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What's going on, Baltimore, Maryland? And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hour's legal counsel because we do some shady stuff sometimes. And all-around cool car guy, Mr. Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? And then, of course... We've got Mr. Gasser himself, Stephen Smith, from Southeast Gassers. Hey, hey. I'm working on that intro. Hey, man. I mean, just to have four intros by you is incredible. So I'm, tell- it's, it's I'm awesome. telling you, you know, you're, not, you're not getting paid any more for this by, 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 you know, Brown. I mean, I appreciate it. And I know I'm good at what I do. I mean, I don't, it's nice to hear. It is. It's nice. Thanks for but, you know, us, Anytime, man. Anytime. But I tell you, we got we got Mr. Quain. Stop. We got a real live gasser driver. This man, so not only is is he is he the uh the man with the plan, but he's also the driver of the grand illusion, Mr. Quain Stott himself on the line. Well, Rob, you behind because I sold the Grand Illusion. Goodness gracious, so I didn't get the memo. <laughs> but I, I got—I mean, it fits right into what we're doing here because we're talking about the, the dedication it takes to make Southeast Gassers work, and that's why I had to sell it <clears throat> because I was letting things go. I wasn't able to do my job at the races, you know, of running the show and me trying to run a car also. So, I mean, believe me, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do. And I sold it, and it's in good hands in Colorado right now. But you know what, though? It's also what it takes to do what you're doing. Right, right. And, you it, know, and that's and just like we was talking before the commercial. You know, I got people like Steven and Rocky and these guys and BB and Tim Ellison in place now. Maybe one day I can turn it over to them, and I can go back to racing. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. This is a translation. Pick up, pick up the anyway. pace, that's okay? You know, I always have a master plan. You know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, see, yeah. you are the master puppet, see? <laughs> see, but see, this is that's the thing, But you know, that, and that was the thing. I, I feel your pain there. You know, we put on, like me and Steve were talking about in the conference room before we come in, talking about putting on events and how hard it is to put on an event, whether it's a drag race or a car show. I was oh, 40 yeah. car shows a year. You know what? I've got six collector cars sitting in my garage right now. Cold. I mean, with dust standing on them because I right. never get to drive my cars to a car show. Mm-hmm. Yep, you don't get to bring yours because you don't have time to clean them up and get them ready. Exactly, for exactly. I'll just go over and watch everybody else enjoy theirs, I guess. Yep. But you know, it is what it is, and I love what I do, just like you love what you're doing. Well, I love it. And, and it, well, I tell you, I love to see the smiles on people's face, especially the older people mm. when they come in. And, and I, I had an old man several, several times, I've had old people come up to me at the fence. Two cars just leave the starting line, and they'd hold their arm up and say, man, look at the hair standing up mm-hmm. on my arm. And so this reminds me of when I was 18 years old. And that's my pay. 
That's what but that's what makes me feel good. I tell you, that's what it's all about. And I tell you something else I bet you like is when the young people get involved in it. I do, and I'm really surprised that they're getting involved like they are. Never ever in my wildest imagination would I have thought a young person would be in, be care anything about this old school racing. Especially the way we're doing it, you know, they don't want to pretend they're old school racing. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> truly doing it as best as we can do it, and we got young people just—I mean, Stephen will tell you—it's unbelievable. We got a—it was cool at uh, Union a couple years ago. We had a 72-year-old man won B gas, and a 21-year-old kid won C gas. Yeah, How about that, that spread awesome. right there? That's, That's wild, perfect, man. And I everything in between. Yeah, but but see, and that's the thing. I got I got two good ones on that one right there. It's funny. I mean, the the nostalgia boom is so hot right now. The mm-hmm. old school vibe. And now now, granted, some of them just like to dress up like Potsy from Happy Days, but mm-hmm. but some of them are the real deal, you know. Oh yeah. And uh, but you know what I'm saying. But I mean, they wouldn't know a set of points if it you know if it bit oh, them. But no you know, doubt. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Them guys. But. But, you know, and I mean, they look the part. But, you know, speaking of that, I had a good friend of mine. He's a Baptist preacher, and he was talking about growing the church. And he was talking about, you know, some of the older people in the, in the congregation didn't like some of the things he did with the music. You know, he made the music a little more upbeat and all that mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And he says, why are you changing this music up for us? You know, he said, we don't like that. He said, I already got you guys suckered in. I'm trying to get your grandkids now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's the name of the game. You got to break because this is the future of this. Exactly. Right. Good I mean, Stephen can't run forever. He's already got gray in his beard and stuff over oh, here. Right. He's looking rough. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> Stephen's going to need an assistant for sure, an intern. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> But, I get a lot of help from family. I do exactly. So, but but that's the thing, and that's what makes something grow, and that's what gets your social media hopping. Because at the end of the day, these are the kids that are hot on it, mm-hmm. and they're sharing things, and they're telling their friends about it. Because I'll be honest with you, you're not going to get a show like Southeast Gasters anywhere else but a Southeast Gasser mm-hmm. show. And this is the thing: if you like drag racing, you're going to love a Gasser show because of the nostalgia. And the thing is, we're not talking about you know. Pro mod cars and, and world's fastest and drag racing and, and, and all the street racing stuff is super hot right now and it's neat and it's interesting and all that. But I won't tell you something. At the end of the day, those are glorified drag cars. Those are top sportsmen yeah. and pro mod cars they're playing with on a on a closed street. Yeah. If you want to see real reality drag racing, and it's not talking about exhibition runs or anything like that, you need to be a shady side on April twenty seventh. Yep. That's where the show's going to be. At. Dragway, Shelby, North Carolina, because we're going to have a real drag race there. A real live drag race. And that's what blows my mind is people don't know what a real drag race is anymore. Mm. Come to Shadyside, you're going to see an example of a real drag race. But, <laughs> but and, and that's it's the Stephen thing. Stephen likes to say championship drag race. And also, this is not just based on one race. There's 11 races this year. That's the first of 11 it's going to have a championship points chase at the end of the year. There's going to be a world champion. And when I say world champion, that's what I mean because we got racers from Canada. We got, we got spectators, fans. John Jeffers is coming from, is it Sweden, Stephen? Or uh, he's from uh, Ireland. Ireland. Yes. He's, since we had the, the rain delay and Shadyside is going to be on the 27th of April, 
we have a race the very next weekend in London, Kentucky. Guess what? He's chose that. He's coming to both, both races. races. He's coming from Ireland to spend two weeks here to see two Southeast Gasser races, and he's going home. He's making that trip just to see this. We get this all the time. And he came last time. year as well, so he's already been to a race before, but he's coming yeah. back this year to two. I mean, nothing like repeat business. Cool you know you're doing yeah. something right if you keep right. coming back. You know? you got people from overseas coming. I mean, and I'm not just talking about this one guy. This happens all the time. Right. How can it get? How can you prove the point any better of what you're doing is you're doing the right thing? Well, this is the thing with it. Whether you're a drag racing fan, whether you're an old car fan, whether you're just a car guy in general, or if you're just looking for something fun to do that's family friendly that mm-hmm. everybody can do. And this is the thing, you know, it doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It's not like anything like going to an NHRA event where, right. you know, all this stuff. And you guys, I mean, you know, the drivers are there. I mean, it's humble. It's laid back. And it's fun. I mean, it's so fun. And this is how it happened. I mean, it's a, it's a history lesson. It's automotive history, if you think about it. Oh, yeah. All at the same time, because you guys do such a diligent job of staying on top of these of these of these dates, building you know pre nineteen sixty eight or you know what I'm saying, and staying in that wheelhouse, you yep. know, and and that's the thing. This is how it happened exactly. Not you know, well, they're kind of shaped like that, or you know, like mm-hmm. I me and Stephen were joking around about the pro mod cars, and and you know how it was. I mean, like you raced a sixty three Corvette oh, yeah. that was not even remotely it shaped like a sixty three Corvette, just no. just like just no. like Scotty's Willys was. And nothing like the no, Grand Illusion. They should not have been allowed to call it a 63 Corvette. It's just kind of, it's, it's kind of shaped like one, yeah, remotely. It looked like one. Or, you know, back yeah. in the Scotty Cannon wedge days, I mean, when you uh-huh. had the wheelies and the four, it was oh, just yeah. where it was airbrushed that week. You know, I mean, it's... Exactly. They, you know what I'm saying, but this is we real racing. We ran Super Chevy with that thing one time, and they wouldn't let him run because it was a Willis, and he airbrushed a 40 Chevrolet grill in it, and they let him come. Exactly. Oh. Funny, how that, funny how that works. <laughs> yeah. That's a true hey, story. Looks legit to me. So yeah. tell you what, quick recap. I want to get Stephen on here. Stephen, tell us about the social media for Southeast Gassers. Yeah, uh, Facebook, Instagram, hot on it pretty much every day. Um, Southeast Gassers on Facebook. Southeast underscore gassers on Instagram. Um, how, about, how about this gear? How yeah, about these shirts? How does a man? How does a man? How many times do I have to say Southeast gassers to get one of these cool T-shirts? <laughs> I can hook you up, Rob. I'm telling um, you. Yeah, southeastgassersgear.com. Um, you can always always go to the southeastgassers.com uh, website, and there's links there to our merchandise. Or the best place to do is is come to the race. Exactly, you go to the, the merchandise yeah, you trailer. Get your mer- yeah, go to the merchandise trailer. Get exactly the show right. too. Quain, brother, I want to thank you again for coming on. I always love talking to you. We got to get you out of some buddy. events this year. Hey, you got to come. Come on, I'm we'll done. try to come to some of yours. Sounds- I'll try to come up there again. Uh, I'm gonna, I, I will be seeing you because I'd love to see you come out to our thing. All right, brother. You take care, sir. I want you to thank you for coming along. Stephen, I want to thank you again for coming in. Yeah, man, Rob. Appreciate it. Guys, like I said, one more quick reminder. This, or actually 427, the place to be, Shadyside Dragway in Shelby, North Carolina, and come see the Southeast Gasters drag racing like the way it's supposed to be. Guys, I want to thank you for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.